This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 169. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. First off, a big thanks to everyone who reached out to see how I'm doing. We're still in isolation here in Canada, like so many others, and life is good. It's been a super busy time with lots going on, and I'm making the most of what I'm calling a reset with a number of projects on the go to help agents adjust to win more listings and make more sales. In the last episode, I mentioned how my team and I are rolling out a series of virtual agent lead generation landing pages and virtual tools, and the response from my podcast audience was way more than I expected. I've actually spent the last few months setting up a new membership where I'll be not only creating landing pages and social media templates, but re-releasing ebook versions of my books. And one book in particular, I've ghostwritten so you can be the author. And for the very first time, I'm inviting agents I work with to access my private library of marketing tools, graphic templates, plus my back catalogue of scripts and client email copy, among like a hundred other things. If you're familiar with how I work, I prefer to offer postcode exclusivity, so only one agent per area will be able to access these resources. Right now, I have a growing list of agents I'm bringing on board as founding members who will be grandfathered into the group with a below-cost deal to access everything and be part of this new movement of virtual agents, complete with area exclusivity. If you'd like to know more, please reach out to me on Facebook and send me a private message or email me ray at jiggler.com, that's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com, and I'll get you more information on the founding members package. Speaking of virtual agents, I was interested to find out how Australia's world-famous auctioneers have adjusted to this new contact-free environment. Are they still running auction campaigns? If so, how are they doing it? So who better to reach out to than my brother David, who ranks as one of Australia's top auctioneers? David is a partner at Bell Property in the premier inner Melbourne suburb of Albert Park, And at the first sign of restrictions surrounding the COVID-19 changes, David and his team quickly adapted with a combination of applying the best tech tools and some solid client communication. The result has been a steady stream of listings, some very impressive results and a lot of happy clients. In this interview, David and I get into the biggest challenges he faced, how he was able to educate buyers, the actual process the Bell Property team employed to conduct fully isolated and contact-free auctions, and the new strategies he thinks will remain when this global reset is over and done. All that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. So, Davo, good morning. 
Good morning, Ray. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, buddy. How's, uh, how's beautiful Albert Park this morning? Well, it's just divine. We're in that lovely autumn part of the year, so it's still quite mild. Hasn't turned cold yet. Nice, nice. Now, quick question. Are you having a good pandemic? Well, it's interesting. Um, I really consider ourselves one of the lucky ones. You know, we're still able to work. Yep. Uh, there was a, a, a scare last weekend on the Easter weekend where the government uh, sanctioned that we couldn't conduct inspections of houses that were occupied and uh, the lobby groups and the industry lobby groups worked hard over that Easter weekend and by Monday night it had been lifted. Good. So we are able now to, to, to continue working, which, you know, you look at areas like New Zealand that were completely shut down. I consider ourselves lucky to be able to um, to work, although in a, in, a, in a different environment. Yeah, and here the same in many many parts of, uh, of Canada. Um, not all provinces, but uh, certainly here in Quebec as well, in Ontario, Quebec, mm. and out in BC. Uh, Got to stay home. Um, but there is still a lot that's going on. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Like back in back in uh, February, I, uh, the word COVID didn't even exist, and now it kind of ru- rules our lives. It's uh, it's yeah. it's like a surreal dream. I I don't quite know how to describe it, but it's crazy. Um, so uh, Melbourne one of the biggest auction, if not the biggest auction cities in the world. Uh, what's happening? A property still being auctioned? What's going on? Yeah, so um, I guess from when it first started to have an effect in the marketplace, uh, February, March, um, and then really on to in, into March when it, when it became apparent that it's more than just a passing, passing parade. Yeah. Um, there was... A lot of deals that were done, agents were bringing their sales campaigns forward, bringing auction dates forward where you had good interest and an auction still three weeks away, doing boardroom auctions, selling prior and doing everything that that we could in an endeavour to get the houses sold because there was the fear that there was worse to come. Yep. Um, So a lot of deals were done in uh, middle, late March um, and now we find ourselves in, in middle April and... I think a lot of agents are struggling to find the supply of houses to come onto the market yep. at the moment. Right, okay. The the uh, Do you currently have auctions up and going, scheduled to properties, scheduled to be auctioned? Yes, we do. We right. do. And it's, it's really interesting the way that, that people have adapted. Uh, a lot of agents have chosen to do run expressions of interest campaigns yep. uh, with, a, with, a, with a closing date, which... I guess what they're suggesting is that by having an expressions of interest closing, they have a date in the market or a date on the calendar when they require offers from prospective purchasers. Yep. Um, I don't think they're as as effective in, in many cases. You don't. I don't think many people are seeing three or four offers at five o'clock on a certain day being presented for the house. I think it really expressions of interest will garnish the interest that you might have and give you people to negotiate with. Right. Um, there's still, there's a lot of properties just simply converted to for sale. Um, but we are finding that, uh, the basic advantages of auction are still present in this marketplace. If you put the right systems in place and you get everything right in the campaign. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, you and I are massive auction fans, but I want to get into that a little bit because I think there's some key advantages there that we can point out to some of our listeners who who are probably looking at their marketing options 
uh, at the moment. Tell me, tell me this, what changes have you had to make to um, structure and deliver uh, and, and execute an auction campaign? Um, yeah. You obviously can't um, have people shoulder to shoulder like you do in your part of the, in your neck of the woods, you open the door at an open house and there's 150 people or something. So, so yeah. take, can you take us through some of the, some of the standout changes? Because you're obviously still doing it, still getting results, but there would have been a bit of adjustment, obviously. Uh, a massive adjustment in that, um, our section of the market in, in inner Melbourne, a lot like inner Sydney, um, the auctions are conducted out on the street on, on Saturdays. Um, yep. and people are familiar with that. So that's now illegal. Okay. So, um, it's illegal it's, to have a public auction. Correct. In, in the, a public auction out on the street. In um, this time. Okay, an, on, yep. an online auction, which is still actually public because right. people are allowed to, um, attend, um, online. So it's still considered, I guess, a public auction. So, um, the biggest part of the ed is, is education of the buyers in, in this process. In okay. Victorians have been able to line up whenever they like without registering and, and simply bid at the auction. So the, the online auctions range from everything from telephone bidders where agents are in a room and people are, people are bidding on the telephone, yep. Yep. Zoom meetings, um, which have advantages and disadvantages, and then a couple of platforms where they are set up and they are dedicated online auction platforms where um, the potential buyers see an auctioneer in a boardroom. Yep. Uh, they have the bidding, the current bid in front of them, and they have the capacity or the ability to be able to bid online uh, for for the house. Okay. So. That's the that that's been the the biggest change, and and it's 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 transforming people from an interest into a home as and then to say, well, this is how it's actually going to take place. So you need to register, and here's the time, and holding their hand and, and getting them through that in the initial stages because it's very foreign to them. Yeah. And if you think if we think like a buyer thinks, and you think, well, you know, you're going to ring me and say you've got a telephone meeting or you've got a Zoom meeting. They really don't know who they're bidding against. Okay. The Zooms, the Zoom situation, and any other platform that's similar to that um, has its flaws in that it can be gate crashed. Yep. Um, it also has privacy issues as well. Um, so if it's a if it's a private boardroom auction and everyone knows the rules and a Zoom meeting, I think is okay. But if it's a public auction, then it needs to be transparent in that a buyer has the confidence that the people that they're bidding against have gone through the same registration process as they have and there is a, there's a fail-safe for the consumer that if they believe that something untoward has happened, then they have their rights to complain to consumer affairs mm -hmm. and then we're duty-bound to show them the whole file and everyone that was registered and they can carry out their investigation in that regard. So it's bringing the transparency in, back to the auction situation that aren't on the street. Okay, okay. What? Um, so I guess central to all of that is, uh, and and you were telling me before we press record, an app that you guys are using. Um, so somebody could be physically with you for presenting an auction, or they could be remotely tuned in on an app that gives them the opportunity to place a bid. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So on, a, yep. on either a PC, a phone or a tablet, yep. they can, uh, if they're logged in, 
uh, and registered, then they can place a bid. You know, the other thing that's changed as well is that we now have the ability to sign contracts online. Yes. We now have the ability to deduct deposits from a person's account online. So within 15 minutes of the auction closing, you've got signed contracts and a receipt for the deposit in your, nice. your account. Yep. So, you know, we didn't, we've struggled with the laws around digitally signing contracts. That's always been an issue. Um, if you had said to me 12 months ago that you're not going to be here at the auction, you would have required a power of attorney to attend and sign on your behalf or someone to buy it in their own name with a nominee clause. Then we've got to arrange the deposit. So in a way, the tech has come a long way to, to be able to allow us to do this yeah. and, and still keep the true advantages of the auction system for buyers and sellers. Yeah, yeah. So let's say in 12 months' time, and I know, no, I know you haven't got a, nobody's got a crystal ball here, but, uh, and I know it's kind of early days, but you've had successes with this new system, with the app that you're using, uh, and you've made these changes and, and, and um, you know, you're getting results. You're getting results for your company and results for your client. The buyer's getting a, buyer's getting a house and the seller's getting a, uh, money um, and you're getting a fee. Um, so um, would, do you think some of these processes in 12 months' time, like, like assuming everything is way back to normal and, and we've phased all of this out and we, we're no longer under house arrest uh, in our own homes, but do you see a continuation of, of, uh, of, of this process? Yeah, very much. Um, okay. And it may, be, it may be in a combination of, um, it may be in a combination of live attendees and yep. people with, with with the ability to to bid online. Okay. Okay. And so, might- so if somebody's if if somebody's because um, the, the street theatre is is magic, isn't it? And and that's what it's that's what it's all about for us Melburnians. I know Sydney likes the the hotel rooms uh, in in a lot of cases, although they they have their share of street auctions in Brisbane and Sydney, um, and in California as well. Um, but you know, so I, I guess the situation is is, um, is 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 you as the auctioneer, you're standing there. Is there a Bell Property representative beside you who's monitoring the app and saying, "David, uh, I've got a bid here of one point four three Or is that how it works? Exactly how it works. Take us so, through that process. Okay, so um, there's a current bid on the on on a person's tablet. There's the auctioneer calling for rise that they nominate the person can um, make that rise they can make a lower rise and, you, and the auctioneer has the ability to reject it or accept it yep or they can make a or they can make a higher offer they can make a knockout bid so everything that you can do on the street you can do uh, on your computer okay okay interesting interesting so um, uh, let's talk a little bit about the auction process because if you guys have gone to the gone to this much trouble to to you know make it happen and and roll out this service in these times of covid for your sellers uh it it's um you know it's a ringing ringing endorsement of the of, of the method um you're still getting the full transparency you're getting uh, i guess your market's still pretty hot you're getting competition uh and um talk, talk a little bit about that about some of the some of the features and advantages of auction that that, yeah. are, that you're able to deliver? Well, I think if we, to do that, we go back a step and look at the alternatives. And um, the marketplace 
has certainly changed. And um, my my take on it is that we're probably on the better stock five to ten percent back from the heady days of 2017, 2018 price wise. Yeah. Yep. So the the opportunistic sellers who would now say, oh, I might sell if I could get this amount, which is above where the marketplace is, and they don't, and they have weak motivation. Well, they're probably not the ones that we need to be spending time with today. No, no. It's the sellers who 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 say, hey, for reasons of personal reasons, death, divorce, the bank, job relocation, you know, needing a bigger home, all those things don't change. Who say who says, hey, I'd like to talk to you about the sale of the house. Now, we might look back at April 2020 and say, hey, the market wasn't really bad. We don't know what's coming ahead. Mm-hmm. So a seller doesn't know what's coming ahead. And there's no, I don't think there's any magic bullet by June or July that we're going to be back to, um, you know, increased prices. And, and we go right back, Ray, you know, like when you and I opened our doors in, in our first business in 1990 or 1991. Yep. 1990, January. 1990, yeah, okay. Yep. So, you know, and we... Bloody tough, eh? Well. Remember that? Yeah. And oh. so the market in 87, 88, 89, in some of those years, house prices increased 50, 60% in, in, in a 12-month period. It was Crazy. Like the chart. Yeah. And then every market has its uh, nuances. And, and, and in that time, the, there was interest rates at, what, 16, 17%, everybody knows the, the history. But the, the market was from 1990 through to 1996, it was just flatlined at best. Yep. It was still falling away. It was a bloodbath. Yep. And, and, and anyone who's in real estate who's you know under the age of 50 probably hasn't seen times like this to be able to, to, to work through. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw a blip in the GFC. Yes, we saw a blip in the last eighteen months with the banking crisis in Australia. Um, but right now, we're seeing a situation where credit's still quite good, interest yeah. rates are low, so it's a completely different environment. But I, I got off the track. So, if you look at the alternatives to an auction to say, well, it's a, it's a it's say it's a really good house, it's well priced, and motivated sellers and you're trying to run an expressions of interest or you're running a for sale campaign, when you get to the closing stage, um, buyers don't like the, um, you know, the situation where you ask for their best offer up by 5 o'clock tonight. Yeah. Buyers hate that, yeah. okay? No one, li- no one likes it. You only get um, one bite of the cherry. Yeah, and, yep. you know, who, who else are you talking to? And they, they, they try and second-guess everything that the, that the agency is doing. Yep. You think it's a good way to close it because it's been going on for three or four days. But there's always a loser in that case. And the, the, the buyer who loses in that case, they don't have a very good taste in their mouth for the longevity of their relationship with the agent. True. Um, they, they'll probably say, oh, I would have paid more, but I think it was handled pretty badly. Um, the, vendor, the vendor doesn't really like the situation because the buyers were pushed into a corner and would they have paid a little bit more and... They were forced to make a decision at the time. Um, uh, you know, that's when you ask for those the, those offers. Um, a for sale campaign can have a high asking price and go through a series of a lot of reductions before it's within range of the marketplace. It can take a long time on the market. Yep. So um, when when a, when buyers compete at auction, the best person may, may the best person win, and they used to shake hands, but now they knock elbows and say, "Okay, well." You know, you won, I didn't. No hard feelings, and we all moved, moved on. It was a very, tra- it's a very transparent and open experience. So, 
if we truly believe that auction is the right format for a particular property, and I'm not suggesting to your listeners if they, if they work in a market that's always been a predominantly private sale market that they run out and do this, I'm not. But if you're working in an area where there was the, the auctions were prominent prior to this, then if we believe that it's the right format for the property and the best way to maximise the price in a given time frame for an owner, then let's look at the benefits of the uh, agents and the firm with the auction process because what you see when when um, times get tough and people, a lot of your agents are running around and they're putting, you know, they're, they're working on deals and I've got a buyer here and it's subject to finance and we're going back for another inspection and um, uh, we've got an offer and then that offer goes for two or three days and there's someone else. They can spend a whole week putting one deal together. Yeah. Yeah, and trying and to hold it together. Out, yeah, and then, you know, with an auction you have this, I look at it as, as a zone, it's it's like a an eight-day zone without a cooling off period, three business days before and three business days afterwards. Yeah. So we sort of know in our office when we're in the zone of no cooling off and you've got one buyer three days prior to an auction that it might be time to act Yep. or it might be time to let it run. Or it might be a situation where the auction um, revealed the best price it could and two or three days later you were able to put a deal together on an unconditional basis. Yeah. Because putting deals together with cooling offs and with long finance clauses um, and, and, they, you know, and they fall over five days later, that, that just sucks the energy out of salespeople and sucks yeah. the energy out of offices yeah. like you wouldn't believe, like you know what it's like. Damages so, the relationship with the, with yeah. the agent and seller for definitely. Yeah, so they... They've got to do it all again, yep. and they've got to go through the whole the whole process, um, and then and then it's like, well, a buyer wants to see it this morning, and then they want to see it this afternoon. So what 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 goes out the window with all of that is the prospecting. Yep. You know the calls that should be made now. We we all know that where the people are right now. They're at home and they're ready for a decent discussion. Yep. Um, the the thing that I see with people running around with a changing market and and trying to do the deals is that um, the, the, the prospecting and the things that they should be doing goes out the window. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. So you're still able to deliver the, the wonderful and, you know, somewhat magic uh, time ultimatum, call to action, you know, like yep. Saturday at 11 o'clock. Um, you've got an unconditional deal. Uh, and if you've got, I guess, I guess your your prerequisites for an auction campaign are, you know, a genuinely motivated seller, uh, somebody who's bought or, like you said before, has a real reason to sell, um, and and a somewhat buoyant market, and you know, like um, and you touched on it before, and and we are in uncharted waters because uh, the banks are still lending. Um, and money's as cheap as it's ever been. You know, mortgage rates are as cheap as they've ever been in our lifetime, which is just a phenomenal opportunity. I mean, to go out and, uh, you know, you and I, you and I both bought homes with interest rates well above where they are now. Crazy, the money that we spend mm. on interest. Um, and you're right, you know, um, uh, we basically, you know, it's the end of a 25-year boom. It started in the in the mid nineties and it, and it just kept going and going and going. So um, I guess there was going to be some cooling off sooner or later, but we don't know. It, it could, you know, people, people have been saying the market's overheated for years and, and, you know, maybe it's just going to bounce back. 
who knows what's going to happen anyway. But um, you, you don't know. Interesting times. And they, you know, we think we could be sailing out of the woods and, we, and this thing could uh, reignite and yeah. we, we're locked down again and it could be round two, could be worse than round one. So you know, right now, I, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for agents and sellers to be doing the right things in the marketplace to get their house sold if that's what they want to do. Yep, yep. There are some, um, there are some pretty awesome um, uh, real estate auction apps out there in the market. The ones that you use, the one that you use, is that a, is that a homegrown Australian auction app? Yes, it is. Uh, it's called Auction Now, right. um, which is um, Damien Cooley's app from Cooley Auctions. Okay. Um, they developed that some years ago. There's another very good one called Gavel, G-A-V-L, right. um, which people could look at as well. It's in the marketplace. Um, so there's a, there's a couple of, of really good apps that people can have a look at there and um, make their decisions as to, as to which one suits them best um, and, and, and try and adapt it. I mean, we're, we're endeavouring to do most of the auctions six o'clock on mi- midweek times now. Right, okay. Um, because we well, you feel get that... back. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't supposed to pick that bit up. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no bloody football. Exactly. The walk of the What park. are you watching? Re- reruns of Geelong premierships? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm up to 2009. Nice, nice. Um, so, but, you know, there's, I think that people are, are more available to be at home at six o'clock of, a, of an evening to, and, and there's no reason why all the neighbours can't be informed that they can log on and, you know, look at, the, look at the auction and have an interest as to what their house is selling for in their street. It's just a change, a change in way that people will be able to adapt to. Yeah, yeah. Well, if the changes weren't forced upon us, we would probably wouldn't see the benefits of them. No, no. It's it's a uh, it's a massive reset to the to the whole way we operate and drive our businesses, isn't it? But it's um, yeah. You know, auction is so like so many so many Melbourneian property owners, um, Australian property owners in general, um, are huge fans of the system because it's delivered them, you know, a massive windfall. In some cases, hundreds of thousands above what they thought they they'd get. It's just such an amazing um, you know, and powerful way to, to bring about a result in a reasonable amount of time. And like you said before, we've got to be out there prospecting. We've got to be on the phones and talking to people. If you're running around trying to put deals together and you're using a, a system that's not helping you, then, um, you know, like in real estate, our, you know, time is our currency, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, and we've got to be more than ever spending our time qualifying buyers. Um, yep. Oh yeah, before, we didn't even get into you know, that. Yeah, and and you know if you're going to if you're going to show someone through a house and expose the vendor, yourself, your staff, and everyone to to, to COVID nineteen, you're going to make damn sure that person's got the ability to buy a house this week. Yep. Um, yep. And and if not, and if not, you've got a very valid reason to say, I'm sorry, we're not doing this. Well, we've got you've got your video that you do on a on a home. You can throw that together on your on your iPhone. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can put a, a box brownie. You got a product now for twenty dollars. I mean, okay, you've got to have a you got to have a three sixty camera, but for twenty bucks, if you send them the send them the the the, the photos, they'll send you back a link for twenty dollars. So it's like it's you know. So I guess you can say to your buyer, look, um, 
obviously we're in challenging times. I'm under strict instructions as to who I can actually let through this property. I really need to know that you're good to go. Please have a look at the video, have a look at the virtual tour, um, and then you can ask your qualifying um, questions, I guess. You know, you're all set up with finance. You're okay to, put, to do a 10% deposit. Can you sign an unconditional contract, et cetera? Or you'd have your own, you'd have your own um, uh, qualifying yeah. questions. But, yeah, you've got to make sure before you, before you leave the office and take somebody through or before they go through that, um, uh, that they know what they're doing. Um, I had another question just in relation to how you pitch it to your seller. Is that, is that a challenge? Are you getting people calling going, well, David, we want to auction our house. We'd, we've purchased another property or we're moving or we've got a genuine reason for sale. Um, how are you getting results? Are you, yeah. How are those discussions going? Yeah, it's a really good point. Um, in, a, in, in a way, it's, a, it's, it's, it's pointing out to the seller that we've got the, the ability to take care of all of these issues that we might think are issues yep. um, around the auction process, that there's a platform that, you, that the seller can either attend and distance themselves in our office or they can attend online. Yep. Okay. Um, that's that, that's one, one way we can do it. How we're getting around the inspections as well as to what, what happens when a buyer inquires about the property, the the um, alternate inspection arrangements that can be made, they need to have an understanding of that. Yep. Um, so then it's really to be able to show them that it's as close to what they previously knew for, for 50 years, yep. uh, how things were done. It's as close to that as we can get in this climate to still deliver the same benefits. So that, that's the simple term. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you've yeah, and, got... And You've got your evidence in the in the form of video or, or testimonial from your from your sellers who've sold in this market and said so. You could you know that's that's always your best your best marketing weapon anyway, isn't it? That's right. It, it is it is social proof that it's it's working and it is happening. Yeah, yeah. How many um, auction campaigns have you got coming up at the moment? What's we've happened? got we've got five set for May. Okay, um, and wow. one. And one uh, one still for April to go okay. on the twenty eighth, I think, from okay. memory. Yep. So uh, and then five so far for for May. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Well, yeah. congratulations. That's uh, you guys have pivoted really quickly, and um, uh, you're you're uh, you're making it work. And um, uh, take my hat off to you. It's just a terrific effort. When I found out what you were doing, and uh, I wanted to get you on the show, so. Thank you for uh, sharing all of that info. How do we get in? If anybody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to? Um, how do we? How do we reach out to you? Yeah, so we're um, Hocking Stewart Bell Property in Albert Park. Okay. Um, so you're in Victoria Avenue in Albert Park. So okay. uh, very welcome. Just to Google Bell Property Albert Park and you'll find us. Okay. And uh, happy to chat. Awesome, awesome. All right, mate. Thank you so much for your time. Have a beautiful day, and don't forget to ring your mother for a birthday. I will do that, and you too. Talk to you later on. Okay, cheers.
It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray. 